I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Just a note before we get going, this is split into two parts that drop at the same time. So if you listen to part one, dive straight into part two afterwards. Hello, this is Man Baggage. My name's Russell Kane, and this is the space where we get men together to try and work out how men's brains work. Think of it like a Haynes manual for the male brain, which basically consists of two pages, a stick with a pump on the end, and then a smiley face afterwards. End of manual. That's my manual anyway. Can you touch the end of it, please? No, I'll go to sleep then. But no, we've covered lots of subjects, serious as well as light. We use something that people seem to be scared to use when we're talking about men and how men's brains work and men's mental health and emotional health. Humour. Newsflash. That's how most men function. That is the lube of most men's conversation. The more serious the conversation, the more likely a dick joke is likely to crop up in the middle of it. This can be hard for girls to understand if Terry's broken up with his wife. The first thing Terry wants to hear is, Terry's a wanker. Before, how are you, Terry? Now, I realise that's hard to understand, and that's where we go wrong with men so many times. We don't under, understand that banter and humour is one of the ways in. Not for all gentlemen. It might also explain why we have so many females listen to this podcast. It was originally, I suppose, set up for men, men's mental health, talk about males' issues with men. And, of course, now we've got half female listenership. Why? Apart from being nosy cows, women are interested in how men's brains work so they can work out how the Neanderthal in the corner of the room is malfunctioning when they look across at him. So, and today we're going to go to one of the most divisive topics of all. More recently divisive because of the fantastic performance of the Lionesses, sports, about how men love sport. Uh, But they couldn't bring it home, could they? Instead of one male brain, I've got two. I've got 16 valve. I've got more horsepower, and I'm revving. <laughs> yes. I'm revving with twice the pace. I'm joined by Fabio Bocca and Jake Boyce. Let's uh, go. Host, host, <laughs> the pronunciation. I love it. Yeah, host of Pit Stop, which is an amazing podcast for everyone who's obsessed with everything F1. They're also football junkies as well, from what I can see from stalking them. Fab and Jake, welcome. Thank you. Hello, hello. Thanks for having us. Thank you. It would be the easiest thing in the world for us to just now chat about how sport's divisive, how men use it to bond, how female sport doesn't get the respect it deserves, blah, 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 blah. But we might drift into stereotypes without the strong force of a female auditor to hold us to account and call bullshit on any generalisations we 
drift into. And today I'm joined by none other than my wife and that. It's Lindsay Kane, <laughs> the wife. <laughs> hello, hello. Hey, how you doing? And are you scowling at me right now? Why? You hate me at the minute. Oh yeah, yeah, because our house, <laughs> our house renovations have gone wrong. We should do an episode about renovations. Oh, don't! It'd just be, it'll just be Russell slowly killing me. That's what it would be. Yeah, <laughs> just like you're slowly killing me with this over-budget shite project. Oh. So, <laughs> let's find out: Do men care more about sport than women? Lindsay, first, all your females, you know, your mum, your your friends, your cousins, your female friend, across the whole breadth of your female experience. Do you think men give a toss more about sport than women? Yes, I would say so. I think out of all my friends, all my girlfriends, I've got one friend, Rachel, who has just started to get into sports and she's like loving it and she's doing softball, she's doing everything. But I don't think she goes to watch the games. I think she enjoys playing it. But yeah, I don't know anyone else that goes like enjoys football, really. Does that say more about me? That's a key difference, don't you think, lads? Because before us get without getting into hot water, you're probably fine up to sixteen. You've got just as many girls playing sports as, as boys, like at school and college. But it is men who enjoy resting a pint on their beer belly and obsessing about sports they don't even play more than women. Don't, do you agree or not? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, funnily enough, I actually don't watch a lot of sport. Jake's the football guy, but ever since we'd started this Formula One journey, I've actually started to embrace the competitiveness of it. And now we love sitting down on a Sunday and, you know, two hours watching a race. It's actually really enjoyable. He, he hates watching the football. I have it on all the time. He hates it. I hate football. <laughs> Who do you support? I'm Arsenal and Fab is now Arsenal um, as well. Well, I was Man City, but I've been, I've changed. Ooh. Lindsay, Lindsay Ooh. is, Lindsay is right next to the uh, Arsenal stage in Highbury at the moment. I, I love staying at that flat just to enjoy the silence on match days. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore, not <laughs> anymore. <laughs> it can all change. Um, no, but do you think it's, this is where we go straight into the nub of it. Do you think, lads, that the, uh, it, an interest in sports is seen as masculine. So let's say, I don't know if you're, are you single, you two? Attached? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, sadly I am. Yeah, we're single, yeah. You're both single, right? Yeah. So if you were going out with a girl, first date, really fit, loads in common, all the things you look for, she's kind, she's got a great family, she's considerate, she's intelligent, she's fit, you fancy her. But for the four, you can even pick up your fault. She's like, I tell you what's going on with the season. This and what about rugby league? What's going on there? Would you? I think I'd absolutely love that. Like I was speaking really? to some girl on a dating app, and she was an Arsenal fan. And like, some one of the first things she did was be like, well, she was just saying we can go watch football together, and she was just talking about Arsenal. And I was just blown away by the conversation. One of the best conversations I'd had. Oh, what happened? Oh, nothing. Nothing. I'm too oh. shy to go on the day. Ironically, di- ironically <laughs> didn't score. Yeah. <laughs> I fell at the last hurdle once again. <laughs> you know, like when you see it, uh, there was a phrase when I was a teenager, just very politically incorrect now, geezer bird, for like a female friend who was just like in a football shirt talking about sport the whole time, as though there was something unmasculine about it. I mean, it's so unfashionable now. But I think at the back of a lot of men's minds, they still feel that way. Yeah, I don't know, really. I think it's ever since the, the the women's... Sorry, my football terminology is so bad. But ever since the women just won the Euros... What did they win? The, the, yeah. the Euros? Yeah. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's opened the door for a lot more women to feel like they can watch it and they want to watch it. I'm wondering, though, Lindsay, when, when women speak about sport, like say you were into the Euros, whatever just happened, like, what was it, the Euros, the Lionesses, and you met with your friend Rachel and you were speaking about the football, you're actually speaking about the football. But I don't know if men, when they're speaking about the football, 
are actually speaking about the football. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes it's like two blokes walking to a room, we've got nothing in common, our wives are friends, we don't even want to be here. And it's a way of finding something to talk about, to engage with another man. I'm wondering if sport is a stepping stone for men more than it is for women. Oh, I completely agree that it's a mad stepping stone. Definitely. It's like, yeah, when my dad like first meets somebody, it's like, who do you support? Then he would start talking. Um, you just said you were like a Man City fan, then that would have started a whole conversation because he's a red and it's like, ah. Oh. Yeah, whenever I'm in a pub or, in a, you know, your new mates are brought in or whatever, football is the easy go-to chat because if, if most of my mates and people I know are all into the same kind of thing anyway. But that's why it's a nightmare for me because I'm not into football. And like sometimes Lindsay would be like, it'd be great, the girls are going, all their fellas are going, and then they walk off and they're all talking about like feelings within five seconds. And then I'm just sat at a table thinking, what the fuck, how the fuck can I join you? I don't know anything about this fucking Argentinian goalkeeper. Well, there's one I fucking look, look like as well, apparently. Place for us to the do. best thing you can do is just chat Martinez. shit and, and make stuff up. Martinez. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I get every time yeah. Martinez plays, my fucking Twitter crashes. <laughs> Oh, I don't funny. understand any of this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just just go with it. It's just fine. football banter, eh, lads? <laughs> <laughs> but you, what about the toxic edge of it, though, Fab? I mean, it's it, some people argue, particularly like middle class toffs who, who want to stamp on people's fun, that sport and toxic masculinity are linked. That they're somehow one and the same thing. That if I have like five Stellas in me and England goes on, it's impossible not to turn into a twat. I mean, that is true of me, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, um, yeah, it's a tough one. I think people love the sport so much. They're very passionate about it. So if you say something wrong about their team, they're going to get pissed off. Like my uncle, Man City supporter, that's why I support them, allegedly. If I wore a red T-shirt to his house, he'd make me change it and put a blue one on. Yeah, it's very, it's it's very much like that, isn't it? I live near Manchester. It's like fucking the Palestinian border up here on Manchester. <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. It's brutal. You know, what I don't understand. I was just speaking to Dean, our friend, this morning, and we were talking about football. I don't know why we we're talking about football. And we had. I was like, oh, you, you know, he's telling me he went to see. He took his son to a game, and I was like, oh, are you a Millwall? Is it Millwall? Is that how you yeah. say it? Like, he's yeah. a Millwall yeah, yeah. fan. So, like, oh, is it quite wild? And he was like, oh my god, it's so wild. And he said it's quite mild when you go in, and then all of a sudden, all these like OAPs, these pensioners, will start being like, when can I you know, and swearing. Just, do you think it's a way of like them just getting aggression out? Like when I'm when I'm feeling like oh I put like really aggressive rap music on and then I think I'm like Tupac or something and that helps me mentally. Do you think that they do that? They're all nice and calm and then as soon as the football goes, you start like swearing to get out like a certain anger. That's a good question. Is there like a cathartic element, like a exfoliating the anger? Well, Defo, there was a story that come out not long ago from a, a footballer in a Premier League that was dating this woman. And she'd met her her son. And then at the next game he was playing, he saw that son in the stand, like giving him the middle finger, like telling him to fuck off. <laughs> and it was, he, it was the, you know, he was dating this woman and he knew this son from being like a lovely boy and the mum was lovely. And it is a completely different personality to the person wow. he'd met at home to being at football with his mates. Mm. And it, that is what it is because... When you have 30,000 people in a stadium that all love one thing, all it's going to take is one little trigger and everyone's going to jump on it. I like that. You know, I mean, if, I was the football, if I was the footballer, as I was walking upstairs with the mum, I'd be going, it's coming home now, playing the PlayStation, <laughs> little shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, it's just Have atmosphere, some of that, you But I see you change. I, I go to football oh, yeah, matches man. with you, and it's, it's something like something takes a hold of you. Like you're not Jake <laughs> anymore. You're like this beast. Oh mate, I, I absolutely <laughs> live and breathe my club. I've loved them since I was a tiny little boy. Like if we lose, I'm in a bad mood. We win, I'm ecstatic. Yeah. Really? So it affects you as bad as that. Like you're in a bad mood if you lose. I, it will oh, definitely, yeah. it will definitely like make me annoyed. Like I could be here sat on my own, and I will proper scream and shout at the TV like if Arsenal <laughs> score. But if we lose, I, I will, it can ruin my weekend. Also, Arsenal really? have had a terrible three years. So I've had a terrible three years. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. No, genuinely, like... Deep, deep depression. Yeah, if you really, really yeah. love the club, it is actually like that. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. But what's curious is men seem to be more affected by sporting losses than women, and yet men are more drawn to follow it. In fact, um, female versus male sports fans, a survey conducted really recently, May 2022, 39% of male respondents stated they were avid sport fans. Meanwhile, this figure was just 12% amongst females. So we are getting maybe a high of, as well as the lows, we maybe are getting a high. Now, that's a controversial thing to say, but this has also been tested. People in 2020s hate experiments like this, can't bear uh, experiments that yield actual concrete results you can't deny. But here we go, Twitter. So what they did was they took two, these were players rather than fans, two basketball teams. So there was a female match and a male match, so four teams in total. And they were tested people before and after the match to see their hormonal levels. Now, the female losers were as depressed and fucked off as the male losers psychologically and when interviewed but when tested hormonally the men had a chemical change wow their testosterone dipped so that feeling of whether you're watching your favorite f1 team lose or your favorite rugby league team it seems to be irrelevant or your favorite golfer lose yeah that low energy don't even want to drink my pint after the match is not just psychologically it appears to be at least a tendency towards in men more, more likely that we'll have a testosterone low a lack of energy, a mild depression mm-hmm. that lasts the afternoon. Wow. I wonder if, if you've ever experienced that. Yeah, million percent. Because there's been games where I go to the Emirates to watch Arsenal and we'll go and win. 
And then the first thing I want to do is say to everyone, let's fucking go out. Like, let's have a drink here and let's hit the town. Like, let's have it. But if we lose, like, before the game's even over, I'm looking whether I can get an Uber. Like, you know, I'm ready to go home. Yeah. So I've a million percent been there. Mm. Yeah, again, I, I don't I don't feel any of these emotions when I come to a football match with you. <laughs> what, about when you, you? what about watching Formula One, though? Do you not have, like, do you follow the teams? Do you ever do that? Yeah, a big, big Ferrari fan. And they, again, haven't had the greatest seat. Why is it? It's always to do with red, isn't it? All these red teams <laughs> just aren't doing very well across the board. But no, you do feel like uh, it's they're... They're almost like your family in a way. So when they're not doing well, you get you do get a bit depressed, a bit sad, didn't you? Mm. Like the Labour Party, these fucking Reds, they just can't win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering whether um, there are sports where we separate men and women where it's not necessary. I've never understood certain sports like golf, for example. I mean, I'm not like putting golfers down or anything. Come on. You don't exactly yeah. need like guns, like North Korea's fucking weapons factory. Well, this is the same issue with with motorsports. Yeah, we we have this same chat with Formula One. Like, realistically, there's absolutely no reason why a girl can't drive a a car better than a guy. Yeah, yeah. Because one of the male drivers could park it for her at the end of the race. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm the driver of the two of me and Russ. Like, Russ... I drive and park Russ all the time. Lindsay, are you going to let me get away with that, Liz? I'm the worst parker. (laughs) Come on, bite. That's that's I mean. He can't can't drive for shit. Do you know know when I was... So I I had to have a planned um, C-section because our little girl didn't turn in in the tummy. So I had to go. And I drove myself to the hospital and parked the car because he just couldn't do it. He's like... No, it was worse than that, Linz. I did some of the drive, but then I had to get out and Lindsay had to parallel park just before she was about yeah. to have a C-section. <laughs> he, he was just like, I can't do it, I can't do it. So I had to get out and park. He's just so shit parking. I, I have to say that, otherwise I'll be cancelled for the joke that went before it. <laughs> but do you think there's more pressure for females to be more exceptional when they do sport than men? Like, if, if you've got uh, four sons and they're all a bit shit at football, you carry on taking them because that's what boys do. But if you've got four daughters and you're taking them to football, the first thing the other parent is going to ask you, are they really good, are they? How come you go in every week before as though it's somehow different, like women have to be extra good at it? I think from a girl's perspective, maybe they'd want to prove to themselves and everyone else that they're just as good as the guys. Yeah. Maybe there wouldn't be as much as much pressure on them from other people, but maybe from themselves, you know? Do you know what my dad said? Um, you know, when the Lionesses were playing, is that, I don't, I haven't yeah. really been watching the news. We, we watched the game. My dad had it on at our house and we did watch it just to like support. And I actually got really into it. But my dad was like, I really enjoy watching the girls because they just get on with it. He said, whereas the men just fall at any opportunity. Like you, you, you graze them, they graze the shoulder and then they're down and they're like, oh, oh I'm in pain. Whereas the women just get straight up. So he said there's less like pretending with the women. They just get back up and crack on. It's just the female pain threshold, isn't it? They'd be like hopping around with one stump, squirting blood, a, C- yeah. a C-section scar oh, and then what? header a ball in. <laughs> Yeah, bigger, there was bigger tackles going in in the women's euros than in the men's euros. The, the tackles, really? the, yeah, mate, honestly, some of the tackles in that final, wow, they go flying. Yeah. The standard has massively improved of women's football as well, which it obviously helps. And women's football was never as publicised as like men's football. Well, it's always been seen as a joke, hasn't it? Like, it's like, oh. But why does it feel acceptable for girls to watch men playing football? But if like eight lads were like, we're all going to go and watch a female Burnley at the weekend, you know there'd be a bit of banter if you said it. Yeah, um, 
I, I'm not. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't got massively into women's football yet. Like I was behind the lionesses, but I probably wouldn't go and watch. You know, like women's football. But but if it was Arsenal, maybe I would. Do you think that's insecurity on men's parts? Like if it was like Dave, Gary, Terry, we're going to watch female Arsenal at the weekend. Oh, we're going to do go to a fucking spa afterwards. We ain't going. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be a bit of that, wouldn't it? I reckon, like, there's probably a bit of that, yeah. But I reckon maybe that's just football culture because you've seen you see a lot of girls in like in the fight scene, UFC and boxing, who are absolute beasts. True, and yeah. tennis yeah. as well. Yeah. Tennis, yeah. The, yeah, if, yeah, you know, yeah. when the Williams sisters are playing, you've, everyone fights for a ticket. No, exactly. no one seems so, to give a shite in tennis, whether it's boys or girls. Do they? I think it's just a stigma around football, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think it's a football stigma around football. Yeah, I agree with that. Where are all the female F1 drivers then? So they have W, w series. series now which is like a woman's Formula One. And it's really good because you don't have to be rich to get into it. Like you just have to have credentials and be good enough. Yeah. And you get but why can't they be in the F1? Why have they got to have a separate thing? You have to have three years, no claims and a little like green L on the <laughs> that back. Little, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the yeah, a little P, a green P. <laughs> just passed. No, there's, there is still a lot of talk. <laughs> there's still a lot of talk that like women still don't have like the Go physical... Ahead fitness for it because it's still very physically demanding you're pulling a lot of g's when you're in an f1 car so there is that argument listen we carry children there's nothing that we, that we can do everything men can do but probably better if we get the opportunity exactly yeah so maybe we'll see that because formula one's changing a lot in these next couple of years so you might see a female in a seat a lot of that's going to come down to sponsors though like they're the ones who pick the person for the team and there has really? think, yeah because they pick the drivers so it would be a massive statement if someone did put a female in it's happened before didn't someone they must have tried have they not trialed do uh, females yeah. lap times not come in similar to men's or are, or are they I mean that's the test isn't it are, do females drive slower laps on F1 than men or not I don't think they've had the chance to even try it I would really like to challenge this. I'd be really good. They must have gone round with a stopwatch once. All you need is a fucking stopwatch in a car. They must have checked it. <laughs> the, the car is the big thing. The cars, like I don't think I don't I don't oh, yeah, know any females that. Have that. Been That's in why you ain't fucking driving the McLaren. <laughs> <laughs> don't fucking touch it. What? <laughs> That's Lewis. Lewis, but your sister no. Sorry. <laughs> So men gravitate towards certain types of sports. So some we're into controversial areas here, but let's try and keep it funny at least. I think some sports are more like feminine. And I listen. I was forced to play hockey at my incredible. My religious school was so like loved violent sports that football was a treat. That's how bad it was yeah. at my school. Rugby was every lesson. Then hockey, which was just an excuse to smash each other in the head with sticks. And then <laughs> and then football was a treat. Like cut shins was like a day off. So I'm not suggesting football, a cocky is feminine. But when I used to say it on the bus with kids from other schools, that was it. There's something about like swinging a hockey stick around or worse, lacrosse. So we went to a football, like a, sorry, a sports school, college, whatever. And me and Jake always used to forget our PE kit, funnily enough. So if we oh. didn't have our kit... Uh, but at both at the same only time. Only on the day that was rugby. All we brought is our cowboy hats and some big oil. What are we, <laughs> we going to do? What boots with the spurs on? It's like you were there. <laughs> but they would send us into the hall to watch the girls do trampolining. The girls would be doing what, trampolining what while we're playing football. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we forgot our kit every week. You built amazing forearm strength over that term. That was the amazing thing. <laughs> exactly. In both arms as well, funnily enough. <laughs> I can't explain my bicep growth, but I keep missing PE. <laughs> 
Have you never played a sport, Lindsay? Have you never done netball or any? Because you're so competitive yeah. in everything else. Like any, I'm so anything we do, yeah. any card game, you you have to play it until it's boring until you've won a hundred times. So why are why don't you play sport? Oh, I can't be bothered, but um, I'm you know there's other things I'd rather do. But I used to do like netball. I'm quite good. I'm I'm, I'm quite good at sport. I just don't do it. I mean, male netball that never took off, did it? Yeah, I was just about to ask that question, Ross. I was going to say, is there like male <laughs> didn't even know like netball teams, and why not? I want to start it so I'm number one at something. So for anyone yeah. who watched the Commonwealth Games a couple of weeks ago, I was for and still am, as far as I know, the number one rhythmic gymnastics ribbon dancer for men in the United Kingdom. Do you know why? Because no one, literally not one man, <laughs> represents us in the rhythmic gymnastics. It's so bad. There's not even a male rhythmic gymnastics sport. Every other Olympic sport you can think of has a male and a female category, nearly all of them. But this one has no men. You know, admittedly, I was twirling a ribbon round in a, in a leotard. You were just like grinding, weren't you? But I, I temporarily became the, the number one ri ribbon dancer. So I, I think that some, that some sports are, are definitely seen as more masculine. I mean, again, female rugby. You just don't hear about it. Why? Oh, no. Yeah. But then you get like, um, like ice skating. Like you get men who do ice skating. That's not very masculine, is it, really? I suppose it would be speed skating, wouldn't it? You know, like with the hat and the, and the wrap round ray bands. <laughs> yeah, the really cool helmet. And the do you do ice skating? <laughs> I do fucking speed skating. Yeah, and I don't even stop at the end. I smash into the wall on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. Okay, guys, that is half time. We're going to take a break there and we'll be back to discuss sports, men versus women. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. 